this new strategy that Canada has put in place to attract high-earning tech workers to the country. So last week, Immigration Minister Sean Fraser said the feds were going to explore this list of potential policies to try to encourage high earners in this sector to tour the country and then try and boost Canada's tech sector. But in hopes to do that, there's some concern that what we're going to do is we're going to then de-incentivize workers in other industries to come from other places to Canada. So uh, what's really going on? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who's a professor of economics at the University of Waterloo. Mikhail Skudarad is joining us. Mikhail, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Chelsea. So let's just talk a little bit about this initiative to try to get tech workers here. I mean, this isn't this isn't a bad thing for Canada to pursue, is it? So my my standard response to those kinds of questions is it doesn't make much sense to talk about whether any particular immigration policy is good or bad without first defining what the objective is. Mm. And and so I think that's a huge part of the problem we have with immigration policy is that many people have very different objectives in mind. And so we're all arguing about what the right thing to do is. And it's because we don't ultimately agree on what we're trying to achieve. And so first we have to define that. So when we're trying to achieve more workers in the tech industry, is incentivizing them to come and tour Canada ultimately the way to do that? I mean, is that going to create the ultimate result of bringing more people here to boost this sector? Well, so, you know, you've mentioned a couple of objectives. One is bringing more people here, so increasing our population. Another, bringing more workers of a particular type. Um, Those are two different objectives, and they might not actually be aligned. So pushing on one of those objectives might not allow you to make progress on the other. So, again, you have to define a single objective, and that's where people have trouble. So we've written a paper recently um, that's, I think, getting quite a bit of attention. It's publicly available on, on the website of the Canadian Labor Economics Forum. And what we argue is that the objective of economic immigration should be focused on boosting GDP per capita. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like that's something that we're able to accomplish with at least this new initiative when it comes to the tech sector? And we're going to talk about other um, industries as well. But with this initiative, do you feel like that's ultimately going to be the result? Yeah, so that well, well, we've, had, we've had a system in place um, since January 2015 called the Express Entry System. That is how Canada selects applicants for permanent residency is through something called the express entry system and the way that we select people in that system is that we give them scores in the same way that universities select applicants for admission into their university they look at their high school averages what we do in our immigration system is we look at people's characteristics applicants characteristics and we predict what their earnings are going to be in 10 years hmm. and then we rank them based on their expected earnings and we cream skim whoever's you know at the top of that that pile that's who gets an invitation for permanent residency what this government now is moving away from that system that was created in january 2015 it was actually created by the previous government the harper government Mm -hmm. this government is dismantling that and what they're saying is we're not going to pay attention to this ranking system it's called the comprehensive ranking system we're instead just going to focus on particular occupations and what this what we know is that that's not going to lead to as good outcomes it doesn't matter what types of workers you get if you prioritize anything other than this comprehensive ranking system future earnings you're going to do worse on trying to boost gdp per capita so why move away then from that ranking system 
because there's a huge amount of political pressure from business lobbies across the government who want more workers. You know, if I'm running a business, the absolute best thing I can have is workers queued outside my door begging for a job and competing amongst those themselves for a job. You know, they're all yelling, I'll work for this. I'll work for this. I'll work for 450. No, I'll work for 425. That's what I want as an employer. So the longer that queue outside my door, the better for me. And that, that's a, a huge amount of business lobbying going on. So now we're in a, in a situation where we're comparing the initiative to try to get more workers from in the tech sector to other industries and suggesting now that in this search to attract tech workers to our country, other migrant workers might be getting lost in the mix. Is that the way that you see it and with these new changes the case? No. Yeah, so I don't see it like that, Chelsea. So I think one of the things we lose sight of is I think we can become complacent as Canadians of how lucky we are to be living in this country. Just a thought experiment for your listeners. Imagine if instead of doing what they're doing now, the Canadian government announced to the entire world, if you get to Canadian soil in the next 12 months, you will be granted permanent residency on arrival. Can you imagine what the uptake on that would be, what our immigration numbers would look like if we literally announced the world? Anybody who gets here, you're in. So the problem is clearly not attracting immigrants. The problem, as Roxham Road should tell us, is in fact keeping immigrant, restricting immigration. That's the challenge. And so what we try to do is not the the constraint, the challenge is not to hit 500,000 immigrants. It is in fact to select the immigrants who are most likely to the immigrants in that long queue of applicants who are most likely to have the biggest economic impact to raise living standards in Canada for everyone, including the new immigrants. Mm. So then the question should really be uh, not about comparing these two initiatives and thinking about who's getting lost among the mix, uh, but really increasing the standard of what kind of Canadians we want here? Well, so we have three different branches in our immigration system. We have economic class immigration, we have family class immigration, and we have humanitarian immigration. And every year, the government sets targets on how many of these groups, how many immigrants are kind of come in through each of these three streets. The economic class immigration, we think, very clearly should be focused on raising GDP per capita. But the family class and humanitarian, I mean, those have different objectives. There, the objective is not about making us better. Humanitarian immigration is not about making us who are already here better off. It's about making the immigrants, selecting immigrants, where we're going to raise their economic well-being. And so we have to always keep in mind that these are separate programs. And up to this point, and this program you're asking about this, you know, tech workers, this is all about economic class immigration. But for selection of humanitarian immigration, there's other considerations, clearly. Mikhail, thank you so much for sharing your insight on this this afternoon. Really appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Take care. That's Mikhail Skudered, uh, professor in economics at the University of Waterloo, talking about Canada's search to attract tech workers. Does that mean that other migrant workers are getting lost in the mix, or does the question have to be completely something else?